Hello, everyone. Hi, cuties. Welcome back. It's me, Mal, and your girl, Christine. Hello. Happy whatever day you're listening to this to. If you're listening on the day we release, happy Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, which is kind of funny because we didn't drink today, but that's okay. Yeah, taking a little <laughs> breather off the old, <laughs> off the old bottle. Yeah. <laughs> We're jumping on the wagon for a couple days. Oh God! Well, we did have quite the adventure on Sunday. Oh my gosh, it escalated <laughs> so fast. Like. Uh, so what happened was we had a really nice intention to have like a goal setting, meditation, lovely slash reunion with um, our Delta sisters, Sarah and Mo, which we did. We had a really great time. I um, We had some really great breakfast items. We made like a breakfast charcuterie board, which I'm very proud of. Yeah, you need to post that. Post that shit on your IG and also <laughs> everybody DM Christine and tell her to start her own charcuterie business. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. Because you throw the fuck down on the board. <laughs> Thank you. You really do. Honestly, you need to share your picture because it just looked so beautiful and very elegant. Wow, you are elegant. Mm. But so that started at 11 a.m. So we were like, okay, let's have bloodies. We'll have some mimosas. Then we'll do a nice meditation. We'll do some grounding, breath work, goal setting. We'll share what we want to do for the next year, which, like I said, was the intention. But then, and we did do some of it. We did have a cute breakfast. Yep. We did do a really nice sunshine meditation. I loved that Um, part. Oh, we did pull tarot cards, which was so wonderful. I'm so glad that Mo brought those. But then after that... The champagne kept a flowing and the vodka was a pouring. And then all of a sudden it's <laughs> 6 p.m. and we are borderline blacked out. <laughs> the day took a turn. <laughs> it's funny because the next day we were sending each other group pictures and the only ones that you have. <laughs> Mal only has like three. No, those were the ones Mo said. <laughs> and I'm like, they were like all of me, two of them were of me, and one of them is like a close up of my face, and Sarah's laughing in the background. Then the other one, my hair is all the hair I own on my head <laughs> is pushed to one side, and I'm just kind of glaring through like a creep little sliver of my hair. Such an emo girl. Oh. And then the other one was just a blur. And it's like that was definitely towards the end of the day. And it was such a beautiful time. We just get so excited when we're together. <laughs> we did enjoy the nice brunch, and I did love doing the meditation in the sun. It was so beautiful out. And then we did the tarot cards. And then it was after that, I feel, when the day slowly started to take a little bit of a different direction. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. probably because we didn't eat very much either. We kind of had a scrambled egg and a berry and a yeah, bite of a uh, avocado yes because you know, like you know how that goes when you just get so excited and then you start drinking and you just don't want to eat oh of course and then so my boyfriend came to pick me up because <laughs> i was not driving myself anywhere basically after he picked me up is when things definitely go a little foggy in my mind and he told me well, he took me to his apartment, and then he went and did his errands for the day because it was still very early. I think we got back to his apartment by like 5 or 5.30 in the afternoon, and yeah. I just went to bed, and I woke up at 11 at night, 
in the dark. I'm like, whoa, where'd the day go? <laughs> Anyways, he told me that on the car ride home, I started to get very serious with him <laughs> and told him that me and Enzo, which is my dog, that we were next. <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? And I was being so believable with my tone and I told him that we were next and that I meant that we were going to like be abducted. And I don't really know if I meant by other forces from another planet. <laughs> what? He was probably very concerned at that he moment. He was. Well, he said that I just wouldn't stop saying that. Like I repeated myself over and over again. So he kind of started to get concerned. <laughs> and then I think I said something that there was probably somebody following us. Oh my God. Driving my car for me. And then he tried helping me with my bag into his apartment and I quickly grabbed it from him, I guess. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you don't know what's in there. Like, don't touch it. Be careful. Nothing was in there. Like, what? <laughs> my wallet and a marker. <laughs> like, oh my so, gosh. So I don't really know what I think Mercury oh, Mercury did just go in retrograde. Yes. Actually. The day on the day Sunday. We gathered. Yes. Okay, so that's gonna be my excuse. I felt the forces trying to take over, and yeah. I just needed to warn him. So, well, that's thoughtful of you. I too <laughs> have been having a weird week. I'm uh, currently on a forced staycation. <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> which it's is fine. Looking good on you. Looking good. I'm having a lot of cute time for myself. I worked out the last two days, which is a big deal for me because good I job. haven't been on my workout grind in a long time proud of you um and yeah just been like chilling living my best life love it here we are and it's fine everything's fine yes like i said to you and now that you are in better spirits about it it's a great time for you to do you yes. look at you already worked little, like, out twice a little self-reflection time mm -hmm. i think sometimes too like the way things that work out i did find it kind of interesting that it that this happened when Mercury went into retrograde again. Honestly, I just, I think without me thinking I needed it, I think I just needed it to like self-reflect and kind of like look at myself and like what I really want in this moment, in the future, things like that. And just like be present with myself because I think I forget sometimes like even though like we are always going and stuff and like we do have like our self-care days, but I don't know. I think that it has been nice having the last few days off and I have the next few days off too. So it continues. Yeah. <laughs> Hit her up if you want to hang out. No, you need this time to yourself. No, you, yeah. you can do whatever you want. But Nobody talk to me. You can talk to me. Just don't ask me to do anything. Right. <laughs> I was just thinking because when you are on your work grind, which is all the time, and then outside of your shifts at the restaurant, then you and I are usually together at least – in one of your spare moments so we can record for an episode. Mm -hmm. And then you're usually really good about having dinner with some of your work friends and then mm -hmm. your boyfriend. And so I think, yeah. yeah, like how you just said, you probably needed this time because one was the last time that you kind of just had all this extra free time to just do shit for yourself. Yes, you were so right. Mm -hmm. Wow, you were so right. You deserve <sighs> it. That's what Irina said too. You guys, come on, knock it off. <laughs> okay, start. Okay, go. <laughs> um, okay, what else? What else is happening? Oh, it was Groundhog Day. Okay, so Mal um, 
I wanted to talk to you about this because... Thank you, because you heard what I said? I did hear what you said. So uh, on Mal's personal podcast, follow her at Music with Mal on Spotify, Apple, subscribe, follow, rate. Because you were talking about like Groundhog Day or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And how like we've grown to just like accept this tradition of this fucking animal to come out of the ground. And if he sees his shadow, then that means he gets scared and he like burrows back, which means six more weeks of winter but on ground on actual groundhog's day which was yesterday it was fucking straight gorgy out it was like high 60s yeah, it literally 70 degrees yeah i went on a run at like four o'clock and it felt so it felt like a summer afternoon honestly and then i was like you know what i think this is a hoax like <laughs> no <laughs> like i'm like is there is where are the fact checkers? Because <laughs> I mean, I think it, it. I think it's always just been kind of like a haha thing, and it's just become a tradition that people just like you know, like people just like love shit to look forward to and things like that. Not that Groundhog Day is like <laughs> a big a big ass holiday by any means. It's a monumental moment. Yeah, because I actually thought that too. For one, just like with the world being ever changing, always. That just because a groundhog sees its shadow does not mean that there's going to be six more weeks of winter. Right. I don't believe it. And based off of yesterday, it was so fucking nice that like summer is upon us soon. We say that now and then March comes and it's blizzarding every day. I literally say that right now and it was raining on my way here. It was raining? I know. I was very surprised. I was like, whoa. I did not see the rain over in this neighborhood. I miss the rain. I wish that we got more of it here. I had a dream last night that I was in a tropical forest setting and it was really magical and it's all I could think about when I woke up. And Mm, tropical. Yeah, where the fuck is the rain? Where can I move to where I can have more raindrops on my eyes? I feel (laughs) Seattle. That's too many raindrops. You have to come with me wherever I go. Yeah, wherever you go. But yeah. So anyway, the groundhog thing. Don't think it's. I just believe what you want to believe. But I believe that there will not be six more weeks of winter. But also, plot twist: we live in Colorado, where it has snowed in the middle of July before. So let's be real. Yeah. Who fucking knows? It's up and down. It can never make up its mind. And that is the weather report. Yeah. There is a 30% chance that it is already raining. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you, Karen. Today, Nick said to me, he was like, he like called me, he was at work and he's like, Hey, he's like, have you seen Mean Girls? And I was like, um, yeah, that, what? Over a hundred I was like, that like molded my entire like young teenage years. And he was like, I'm fixing a car that looks just like the one that Regina George drives. And I was like, ah. and we were FaceTiming. So I was like, well, it's Wednesday and you're not wearing pink. And he was like, what? And I was like, it's Wednesday and you're not wearing pink. He's like, what does that mean? I was like, ah. you brought up singing Mean Girls. And I just said a fucking infamous quote from there. And you don't even know. He's like, oh, is that from the movie? I was like, oh, God. You know who would definitely know or does know, I think, every line for Mean Girls is Connor. <laughs> I feel like you could spit that at him and then he would spit something right back. Speaking of Mean Girls, I saw this TikTok last night that this girl was like, this was a joke that went over like so many people's head. But she was like, do you remember there's a scene at the end where um, one of the guys, one of the mathlete guys, he's like dancing with Janice and he's like, wow, I forget if he asks, he asks her like what nationality she is. And she's like, no, I'm Lebanese. And he's like sick, and then, <laughs> but then remember at the, like towards the beginning, 
when Regina and George is like, oh my gosh, like I can't have you at my party because you're a lesbian. But in actuality, she's Lebanese, and that's probably why they got confused because, like, in seventh grade, you just don't really know. So oh, she- shit. <laughs> so she's I- Lebanese, but she probably <laughs> – but she said it as lesbian. I never put those – never put that together. <laughs> Me neither. Wow. And then I was like, aha. I think two cute memories I have with Mean Girls with you involved is we went and saw it for my birthday party in eighth grade when it first came out. Oh, love it. Throwback. And I'm pretty sure you got it on DVD for, yeah. me for my birthday uh-huh. the same year. That doesn't make sense, though. Mm, not a th- Maybe a different year. Maybe well, for, uh, yeah. Did not mean to go on a Mean Girls tangent there. Okay. <clears throat> Speaking of Mean Girls, I'm going to tell you about a message I received last night. Okay. Is it someone we know? No. And that's where I just really felt like I needed to bring this up because – It wasn't even that rude of a message. It is from somebody that I don't know, Mm -hmm. that I've never met in person, but we follow each other on Instagram. Okay. And on my Instagram account, there are a lot of people that I follow that I've never met in person because of just the music world Mm -hmm. and festivals and shows when we all used to go. Like, I kind of just started connecting with random people. This is actually a guy, but I'm going to consider him a mean girl. Anyways, I get this random message last night from this person, and it says, I guess you can sense a fake one. I did. And I'm like, what? And I go back through our whole conversation for however long me and this person have been following each other. They started replying to my stories the beginning of last year, and then they've sent me music before that I've listened to that I like. Not their own music. They don't make music. And then fast forward to a few weeks ago, they were like, oh, you should follow me on Spotify. And they sent me the link to their account. I said, oh, for sure. Well, I said, oh, for sure. Send me the link to your account. Mm -hmm. And they sent it to me and I was going to go follow it. And then I remembered. So on Spotify, I have two accounts and one of them is the one I use for myself all the time. And then there's another one, the one that I share playlists on. Mm -hmm. And so I was on the one that I always use for myself, which is just under a username with all these random letters and numbers. Yeah. And so I remember that I didn't go follow the account because I was just logged into my regular account. I was like, oh, I'll just go follow it from my music with Mal, Spotify. When I remember, I just forgot, I guess. And then after that message, they sent me a song and it says, if you follow my Spotify, you'll get songs like this. Again, it's not their music. It's just music that they like. Mm -hmm. And I didn't reply. And you know what? Like, it's not a big fucking deal at the end of the day. Like, I think the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I feel, well, for one, it's just never okay to say, send somebody a rude message. You're implying that I'm fake. For one, you have you know nothing about me besides what you've seen on Instagram and the little we've chatted, which all our chats were always very nice and friendly mm-hmm. and about music and great chats. Also, this expectation that we're always just supposed to be responding no matter what somebody sends you. And I just right. think it's bullshit. Like, seriously, get a fucking grip, dude. Like, um, sorry I didn't follow you on an account that you post not original music on. Like, okay, big fucking whoop. Like, right. Sorry, I just forgot. Like, I got bigger fish to fry over here. Also, so I'm so fake. Also, he's I forgot. Like, is he that concerned that music with Mal does not follow his Spotify playlist that he just really had to reach out and be like, you're a fake ass bitch? Instead, you could have been like, oh, hey, did you ever get the chance to follow my Spotify? 
oh shit, I forgot. My bad, Gina. I'll go yeah. follow right now. Like, take it easy, my just, guy. I don't know. And another point on that too, it's like you never know what anybody's going through. And like I said, that wasn't the rudest message I, you could ever get, but it was still a little bit rude. Right. And it's just a good reminder to think about what you say to people before you say it, especially strangers on the internet, because people are so bold on the internet. They think they can say whatever the fuck they want. And then the other thing was too, I replied with three question marks, but as soon as the message sent, um, just this little like alert popped up where it said, couldn't refresh feed. I was like, oh, so I clicked on his page and he blocked me. <laughs> so like, you're going to send a message like that and then be a little fucking bitch. That's what I was going to say. I was like, should I say that? Yeah. Be a little bitch <laughs> and then block me so I don't even have the chance to reply. Well, you're like, guess what? Now I'm really not following your ass. Yeah, exactly. So you know what I did? Um, I got on our podcast page. Yes. We don't follow each other from that page, but I wrote him a message. Nice. <laughs> I said, hello. <laughs> Um, I got your message and I just kind of went from there. I wasn't rude back. I just said I'm confused as to why you would imply that I'm fake after we have shared nothing but friendly conversations and you've <laughs> sent me really nice music. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. And then I just said, the world is enough as it is. You shouldn't be going around and spreading more low vibrations. It's <laughs> just like, not cool. You're like, I'll pray for you. Literally. And then I said, have a great 2021. I gave him a peace sign and then I blocked him from our podcast page. <laughs> Because that's what he did to me. I was going to ask if you saw if he read it or not. I kept checking for like the 30 minutes after I sent it and I, my heart was racing because sometimes stuff like that makes me nervous. Right. And he hadn't read it. And then I was like, I'm just going to block it. But I'm guessing he still got the message because I got his and he had already blocked me. So yeah, like it I, still shows up in my inbox. I had something happen um, a, a few months ago, I think I told you it was something at work, but someone messaged me and said I was a big baby. <laughs> when and when I went to respond, I was blocked. So I was like, oh, sick. Sick. Yeah. How does it feel? Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I just wanted to share that with the class. And that's hilarious. Well, like another side note off of that is like, yeah, and, like, also, like, why do you feel like you're entitled to having these people follow you when, in all actuality, it's, like, yes, of course, like, always support, but at the same time, like, we don't know each other personally. Like, yes, we have exchanged messages, but just because of that doesn't mean I have to. Even if even if you did meet me in real life at some point, that doesn't mean I have to do anything. Like, it's my fucking choice, so. Exactly. And another thing, too, just while we're on the topic, I mean – we also don't owe anybody our time and even the people that we love the most because right. I think that there is this thing with our cell phones because the second we get a message, we're alerted. It just can give you that instant feeling sometimes of like, oh, I have to reply right now. And at the end of the day, we don't. And somebody who I think is really great about explaining this is Lauren Everett from mm -hmm. The Skinny Confidential. She always talks about keeping like literally all her notifications off on her phone. She's clearly a way busier woman and businesswoman than I am. But I did take some of her tips a couple years ago. And so I actually have always kept my Instagram notifications off, like messaging and just the notifications for photos or anything like that, because it's just so distracting. 
And I am the kind of person if I'm at work and I'm seeing these replies to my stories on Instagram or messages. And a lot of times, again, they are from people I don't actually really know. Mm -hmm. And it can just feel like a lot. And it's like, you can reply on the time that feels good to you. So she sets aside specific time to reply to all her DMs and all her text messages. She's like, I won't reply to some of my friends in text for a couple days, which I'm, I like to reply to the people that are close to me, like as soon as I can. Right. But sometimes I've gotten better about like taking a day I'm like, oh shit. Well, like think about this, like back before cell phones were a thing, like cell phones at all. If you called someone on their home phone and they weren't home, then they weren't home and then they would call you when right. they got home. Yeah, and they didn't have this anxiety over like, oh, oh my God, God, I missed their call so now I can't put something on my story because right, then like, they'll know I have my phone and it's like, oh, let's just all let go of that feeling because yeah, I definitely sometimes it's not the right time to pick up the phone. Yeah, and honestly, even if I am like scrolling through social media and like let's say someone texts me or calls me, I still might not answer because unless it's honestly, unless it's like you or Nick or my mom or like mm-hmm. someone that like I really like really, really give a fuck about. But like if it's if it's that important, like they'll leave a voicemail and then I can get back to it. But even then, like sometimes if you're just like not in the mood, like you just kind of want to like zone out and be by yourself. Like I'll get a phone call. I'm just like, eh, I'll call them back like tomorrow. Oh, same. I am kind of the queen of that with certain phone calls because they're – are certain people in my life that I just know when I get on the phone with them, it might be a good hour or something like that. And of course they're worth that hour, but when they're calling for whatever, when they're calling at that time, it might not be the right time for me to have that phone call for an hour. Right. And so I just think it's important to remember that and don't send rude messages to anybody, especially people you don't know. (laughs) Yeah. What if you were a psycho and came for his throat and you like pinpointed where he was and you like showed up at his door or something like that you know like you're gonna block me yeah <laughs> you trying to block on me and then what you know he's scared going into a lighter note today's episode is another truth or drink uh truth or drink round two except for this time we actually hand chose our questions that we asked each other because I feel like last time we kind of were like thrown off a lot of it and then we, we got really fucked up. Yeah, we drank an excessive amount the first time around. And I think also what I liked about this time was, yes, we picked our own questions ahead of time for each other. I think it's been about 10 or 12 episodes since the last time, however mm-hmm. many. Mm-hmm. But I think I liked it because I felt more comfortable and more ready to just be open and honest about whatever it is. So I really like that about this round. Me too. It's, it's funny. It's lighthearted. It's silly. So we hope you enjoy. And it's just (laughs) a nice chance for you guys to get, to get to know us a little bit better. So enjoy, grab a drink and have a great weekend. We appreciate you. Let's start with some questions that were sent into us. Yeah, let's start with some questions uh, we asked on Instagram for some people to help us with some truth or drink questions. So we're going to start with this one. It says, have you ever hooked up with a friend's ex slash boyfriend? Am I answering first? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, fuck. I will 
answer. <laughs> and the answer is yes, I have. <laughs> yes, the one situation that comes to mind, it was when we were in high school and I am sorry. It was not to you. <laughs> How about you? Have you? Have I ever hooked up with a friend's ex or boyfriend? I don't think so, but I did almost one time. And like him and I have definitely had close calls, but I'm going to have to say no, I think. All right, Charles. Okay, next question. Would you lick a homeless man's belly button for a million dollars? I f- fucking would, yes. You don't even have to ask me. <clears throat> I would just do it. Yeah. Wait, well, no money? <laughs> well, no, like... <laughs> oh, wow, like, somebody's eager. <laughs> I mean, if I knew that the million dollars was available, I'd be like, come on down to Omeletteville because what do you need? What do you want? Did you say Omeletteville? <laughs> Is that a brunch spot? (laughs) Is it a real place? No, it's not. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's where you'd want to lick a homeless man's Sure. Okay. I love that. Yes, I would Cheesy. Oh. (laughs) Okay. And then here's another one. When was the last time you lied to your boss and why? Well, for me, I don't really have to lie to my boss about anything. Like... She pretty much knows everything I do all the time. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a pretty tight relationship. Yeah. Which and is you nice. Ha- and you haven't had a boss in like five years, so. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wait. If I had to. Oh, what? <laughs> I wouldn't consider them your boss, but like I thought of a funny time when you lied to like someone that you work for. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like I don't technically have a boss. It's me, but I have in some scenarios had to lie to clients before to get out of work when I don't, I can't just speak the truth on why I'm not coming to work that day or something, or I have to reschedule them. But what were, what's the story that you're thinking of when you were going to tell someone that your car got stolen? (laughs) (laughs) Like who does that? I was scared. Okay. It crossed my mind. I was like, no, that's so dramatic. And then bad karma. My car will probably get stolen if I lie and say, yeah, no kidding. When you told me that I was like, of all the things you could say, that was what you came up with. I think I was still buzzed from the night before. Okay. I I wasn't thinking clearly. What did we do that night? I can't remember. We went out with Kirsten and Rebecca and we started off with I oh, think two yeah. bottles of champagne, which led into oh yeah, we went to Postino and shots then we, of tequila. Which, oh yeah, you know the drill. Yeah, then we went to Lola. Yeah, and so when I woke up the next morning, and then bright we, and early, oh, then we went to Happy Camper. Yes, we I wasn't all. thinking clearly, and I thought maybe <laughs> I should say I didn't have a car; it got stolen. <laughs> but instead, I came up with something else that I don't. I'm not going to share today. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't actually say that because I would have been like, dude, what? No. <laughs> I know. Like, no. Well, an instant car, I don't like to lie. I really don't. So anytime I've had to reschedule a client for the reason of not feeling well or whatever, it does make me feel bad because I usually, I've gotten to the point where now the last time I had to reschedule somebody because I wasn't feeling well, um, I just <laughs> said I had to take care of something that came up. Yeah. And that's just all I left it at. I don't not trying to do these elaborate stories anymore. Right. Because you just never know who you're going to run into at the grocery store. And I really don't. It makes me – I feel so guilty 
when I reschedule somebody, I really do. And then on top of that, if I come up with like this lie, I feel even worse. So I mean, but yeah, I have, I have done it. I mean, we all have. I think one time it wasn't a lie for me, but or it wasn't a lie from me. But I was so hungover this day, like so, so, so hungover. I was in the shower, like throwing up in the shower, oh getting ready for God. work. And Megan, <laughs> bless her soul, she just took it upon herself. She was like, you know what? You're not going to work today. So she calls and she's like, Steen has to go to the hospital probably. So. <laughs> oh my God. You probably did. So she's honestly. not coming into work. And honestly, after that, I was just like, dude, <sighs> Thank you. Because I would have tried to go. And she was like, bro, you're literally – she's like, I can hear you throwing up in the shower. Like, that is a sign you just cannot go to work today. Like, someone will cover your section. It's fine. Everyone gets two more tables. It's no big deal. I know. It's When you're in the moment, too, you feel so guilty and ashamed. And you're like, God, I can't let anybody down. But I know. you going into work that day, you'd probably – be almost letting more people down than if you were to just stay at home and keep to yourself. Oh my God, that is such a good way to put it because I just would have been a complete flaming oil barrel. (laughs) And everyone just... Disappearing from your tables and going and getting sick in the bathroom. Yeah, everyone would have probably been like, yeah, it's better that she's not here because yikes. Today's round of Truth or Drink is a little bit different than last time because last time we had just played the game for the first time and we weren't really sure what to expect and we were kind of just like picking questions on the fly. But this time around, Mel and I each took all of the decks and looked through them and picked our favorite. <laughs> Sorry about that. That one really took you out. Oh, uh, no. We took the time to look through all the decks and we picked our favorites that we're going to ask each other. And I think for the most part, the ones I've chosen for you, we didn't ask each other in the last time. So I tried to do the same. Yeah. So these will be fun. If you could plan the perfect night with all of your friends, what would it entail? Perfect night with all of my friends. Let's go. I think that we would gather around 5 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That would be the time I would choose for a nice round. I would really love to have margaritas on a patio. The sun is out, but it's not too hot. It's nice temperature. We're all having margaritas, laughing. And from there, you know where we're going. To a motherfucking show. A motherfucking show. And we dance our night. We dance the night away. And then after the show, we go back to somebody's house and have close moments, conversations, and continue the night until the sunrise. I love that. I want to do that right now. It's been so long. That was cute. Close moments. Sorry I didn't mean to laugh at your 5 (laughs) p.m. It's okay. It just caught me off guard. It just right off the bat. I was like, that's when we're meeting. I love it. That is a perfect night, especially with our friend group. Okay, here we go, scene. If your sex life was a pie chart, what portion of it would be satisfactory, unsatisfactory, and mind-blowing? So I guess a pie chart of three sections. For like current sex life or in general sex life, do you think? Let's say in general. Okay. Can I look at the question again? Yeah. It's the bottom one. Okay. I would say it would be 50% unsatisfactory because a lot of my partners were just like heinous. Trash. Truly. Um, And then I would say... So I said 50% unsatisfactory, and then I would say 25% satisfactory and 25% mind-blowing. Ooh, nice and even. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I just like – I mean, I think as I get older, my sex life gets better because I know what I like and I know what it takes for me to get what I deserve. But when you're a kid, you're like, oh, like – 
Yeah, so much of our younger years are just so random. And a lot of the nights, I think we actually talked about this in the last time we played Truth or Drink. There was a question about hooking up after drinking or something. And I said, honestly, a huge portion yeah. of my sex life yeah. had been after drinking. So it's like, yeah, a lot of that was just garbage. Right. And it's none like- of, None of it really meant much. And plus, I feel like when we were younger too, like we didn't realize the importance of making sure that we also had an orgasm. It was always like- you do it until the boy has an orgasm and then we're just done. Yep. Bye. And like, even though we had a good time too, and then it wasn't until like my early 20s when I was like, hold on, hold on a gosh darn minute. Something ain't right here. Something ain't, so, as our friend James would say, something ain't right in the buttermilk. Hello, James. <laughs> <laughs> if you can abstain from sex and masturbation for one full year, you'll win $27,000 and a nice used car. <laughs> Will you make it? I think that I just would choose to pass on that offer. <laughs> I think I would just like to continue my life as it is. I like how it's just like a nice twenty-seven k, huh? I mean, what an exact number. I mean, that would be really nice, but honestly, I could I could abstain from sex, but I couldn't abstain from masturbation. And you only get a used car, <laughs> not a right. And nobody's saying what even used car. Is. Oh my god, so it could be a real junker. It says nice, but... Oh, it does? Okay. But it could be nice for that junker, for it being a junker. And you could sell the junker for maybe a, a couple grand. Uh, honestly... I think I will say no. I think I will just keep living my life. But yeah, I would dude. like the, the dollars, but I'll find I'll find another way. <laughs> 27K. I think you can find another way. <laughs> yeah. Sell feet pics. Who fucking knows? Look at my toes. <laughs> if I didn't have my current job, what do you see me doing? If you didn't have your current job, I would see you being a DJ. Wow. Or um, like I've been watching that show, that organizing show. Yes. Oh, the home edit? Or yes. One? Yeah. The one with the home edit. Yeah. I could I see you either show. being like a DJ or I could see you being like an organizer like person. To be honest, you obviously know me so well because both of those would be such a dream. <laughs> and I love – anytime I watch those shows, I feel so inspired to want to do that for other people. Right? I love it. It's so much fun. Or Subway sandwich artist. Ooh, thank you. Extra pickles. You love a good sandwich. I love a good sandwich. It's <laughs> honestly my go-to. Always extra pickles. Mm. And I love a lot of mayo. I will admit it. She does love may. I know. People think it's gross. It's your body. You can, you live your life. You live your truth. You do what you want to do. But mayo is a little bit weird. I like it Some I like it sparingly. You're one of those people who just, what, likes a tiny sliver across like the bread? bread. Like, like no. a schmear. I kind of like it. <laughs> I kind of like it to be oozing. I know. So does my mom. It's really upsetting. I'm her daughter. It's really upsetting to watch, <laughs> too. Like... You've never watched me eat an Uzi sandwich. I've seen my mom eat an Uzi sandwich, and that just makes me feel like that's how you would eat one Uzi sandwich, too. I love it, especially with the extra pickle combination. It's super wet. I'm going to call you Lil Uzi Sand. <laughs> I'm down for that. That'll be my DJ name. Lil Uzi Extra Pick. This is going to get real serious. Would you give me one of your kidneys? I think Yes. And I'm a little embarrassed to say because I don't really know what would happen if I didn't have one because I'm not very educated when it comes to the human body and <laughs> you what would exactly. still live. Yeah, I think you I have would two. Be fine. You would be fine. Yeah, I would definitely give you one. Oh my gosh, thank you. By the way, I'm just drinking as we're playing because I feel too. like I'm just answering them all. I know I don't feel that nervous to answer any of them yet. 
Yeah. If you discover you'll die today, what would what will be your biggest regret? I don't know. I think this might sound kind of like lame, but I don't really feel like I have any regrets at this moment. And I think like, especially the way that we are as adults and how we like to like always be working on ourselves, like mentally and spiritually and emotionally and like all that stuff. I think like as we grow older, we are consciously choosing to make decisions that we won't regret or go for the choices that we know that we might regret in the later future. So if I were to die tomorrow, I wouldn't say I have a regret. I would say I'd probably feel bad for like not spending enough time with my family. But That's a good one. Maybe, I don't know if the question which way it meant it, but let's say if I put a twist on it, what would be something you would regret that you haven't got to do yet? Oh, it doesn't okay. say that, but I feel like that's kind of fun. Yeah, I would say that I really wish I started a YouTube channel when I wanted to. Oh, yeah. Which was when I was like 22. Um, and I really wish that I got back into the dance classes that I've wanted to do, which was when I was like 21. So yeah, I would say those things. But it's not too late and I definitely want to go back to classes as soon as the weird things happening in the world go away, which they probably will soon. Christina's a phenomenal dancer, by the way. So you guys message her and tell her to start dancing again. Wouldn't it be funny if I did go to class and I just like fucking am a total, total like, just <laughs> I bu- like you huge flop. bust. Yeah. Like <laughs> all the moves you used to know are just, just out the, the window. rhythm is not in your soul. Yeah. It's just like gone. They're like, the universe is like, if you don't use it, you lose it, bitch. Damn. <laughs> well, I doubt you it. No, until you find out. <laughs> I know. This one's funny. Have I ever popped into your head while you were masturbating? Will it happen now that we've asked the question? (laughs) (laughs) I would say no, it hasn't. I mean, no, you haven't. That's okay. I would. You are so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) No. Understandable. I can truly say I've never thought about you or your kitten. I almost choked. (laughs) Don't say my kitten. <laughs> I thought it was a polite answer. <laughs> Have you ever had sex with someone who was already in a committed relationship? I think so. I don't know for sure, but I think so. Why do you think that? Because when we were hooking up, he told me he was single, but at the same time, like, I know he would be... I want, I'm going to say X because that's what I thought she was. They would talk like all the fucking time. I would see her in his stories all the time, mm. vice versa. And it's like, well, if you're not together, what are you guys doing? Something, yeah, they still had some kind of lingering relationship. Yeah, so sketchball. What's something you're proud of that not many people know about? Had to take a minute to think about it. I would say... Something I think I am proud of about myself that nobody, yeah, that nobody knows about is I think about some of the ways I acted when we were younger and I kind of think, okay, for instance, I remember being right around early 20s and just posting really negative kind of statuses on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, I think I remember almost making fun of people but not actually saying who I was making fun of. And so I think looking back, I'm really proud on how far I've come as a person. And I've always been a caring person, but I think that I just, I did used to kind of have like this little attitude almost. I don't know, but I know that I don't have it anymore. And that thinking back on some of the shit I would say publicly is so cringe or thinking that I have the right 
to say things that almost come off in a way where I was just actually judging people and their lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. now I'm really like, live your life however you want. And I hate seeing when other people share that kind of shit because Mm -hmm. I just think it's bullshit. But yeah, that's a random one, but it just came to me. And I think I like it. I am proud of, um, honestly, the person I am today. I just, I think I'm a much better person now than I was back then. I love that. Miss USA goes to Mallory (laughs) and Sunheim out of Fairview, Montana. And I pray for world peace. (laughs) Have you ever sent nudes? How do you compose, frame, and light these images? Ooh. Do you even do any editing to them? Yes. I love a good nude for the right person who deserves it and has earned it, obviously. When I was younger, I would do like the no face because you just can't trust anybody, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember the first nude I sent. I was, it was in high school. Um, I was 17. So at the time, like you just don't know who's doing what. So like you just did like neck down. Mm-hmm. But I think as we've gotten older and times have progressed and we have filters and all that stuff, like you can really hit some fire angles. Um, so like one little tip slash trick is like, you know how in my bathroom I have that like under lighting? Yeah. yeah. Romantic. So like just have that on. And then I'm like in the doorway doing like poses or like standing or like being cute like that. I like that. Um, or if it's like candlelight, if there's like enough candlelight or like just like a low dim lamp. Um, I love a good like when you're laying on your stomach and you're like just showing a little bit of the behind. Yeah. A little bit of the cheeks and your feet or maybe yes, cross. It's so cute. Yeah, that's a good one. Classic. <laughs> I love this. Uh, and I think that's like pretty much it. Cheer. Hot cheer. What would it take for you to sleep with someone you're not physically attracted to? Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the easiest easiest answer. But let's say alcohol isn't an option. Okay, that is that's true. That's a very or drugs. Hmm. I think actually, I'm just gonna take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christine, what's something I'm self-conscious about that you think I should stop stressing out over? Honestly? Yeah. (laughs) No, lie to my face. Um, I would say something that you are self-conscious about, which I don't understand, but I do for you, is your nose because I think it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's very sweet. Not what I thought you were going to say, honestly. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I guess um, for those of you who are listening, I don't know. It's not something I'm that self-conscious about, but there are moments. I just have days with it, days that it doesn't bother me. And then there are other days where I'm like, is it the biggest thing I've ever seen? No. Not really, but it feels like it some days. Mm -hmm. So I've thought about, you know, dabbling with a little surgery. But that has yet to come. If it ever does come, I will be very open and honest about it and share my experience. We'll vlog. What positive impact do you think that you have on other people? That's a good one, huh? That is a good one. I think like just day-to-day speaking, if I'm out running errands and I'm dealing with a cashier at a store or just a stranger, it's hard. I hate that we can't see each other's smiles right now. I know. It fucking pisses me off because I feel... 
Like it's awkward sometimes because you're just staring at another person. And it's like you're smiling and they might be able to tell. But I think just day to day, I positively impact people with the way I treat them because I think it's very important to always be kind to strangers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I always make it a point to just be extra nice to like a cashier or Cute. of course in the restaurant industry, I was in the restaurant industry. I would never be rude mm-hmm. unless somebody's maybe being rude to me. Then I can start to get a little sassy pants if I want. I think that's my answer, especially if you experience somebody in front of you in line being kind of rude, then I'm like extra, extra nice when it's my mm-hmm. turn. Cause it's like, I do notice that too about you, which is really kind. Like, I feel like, especially when we like walk by someone like in your apartment or something, you're like, Hey, how's it going? Like you do that a lot, which I think is sweet. Name a dream of yours that you've made come true. Um, okay. This is kind of funny. When I was in high school, I really, 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 really <laughs> mm. wanted to be a flyer on the cheer squad. But I was like, oh, it was a back spot. I don't know. I feel like I told this story on the pod before. Maybe not. Maybe I just have told I you. Know. I don't even know if I know exactly. But to be I remember that. I was like, oh, it was like the backstop, but I was like, I want to be the star. Like, I want to be the flyer. So, like, basically every night I would come home from practice and I would, like, practice, like, being really stiff so I could, like, pose and, like, do, like, the um, – do the stunts. And then one day, it was so weird, my coach was like, okay, Christine, we're just going to try it with you. And I was like, okay. And I fucking nailed it because I'd been practicing in the shower, but nobody knew. And then I was a flyer and I was like, manifestation, baby. I know. And like, I honestly tell this day, I still think about it. I'm like, dude, if I can make that happen. Dreams do come true. Dreams do come true. The universe wants us to have what we want. It really does. I hope all of you know that. And you're hearing it now. If it's for the first time, remember it, believe it. Achieve it. Yes. Yeah. Aside from moist, which I don't even know if that word bothers you. Does it bother you? It doesn't. No. Yeah. I mean, and I actually like. To say it to bother other people. Me too. <laughs> or I like to say things are like really wet. Yeah. Okay. Well, this first part doesn't count, but it says, aside from moist, what word can't you stand the sound of? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm laughing because I feel like you know of one that you've always <laughs> said that just weirds me out, but I'm coming to better terms with it as I grow <laughs> into my adulthood. When you use the word matinee, when I was younger, it do- yeah, like I said, it doesn't trigger me as much, but... For whatever reason, we were younger. <laughs> it used to really irk my gears. I don't know why. I mean, I, I get know. it. But- <laughs> <laughs> I just, is it so wrong that I just wanted to catch an afternoon movie with my best friend for a discounted price? I think not. And a hot dog in the dark. Exactly. <laughs> no, nothing is wrong. And I miss <laughs> going to the movies, which I just <laughs> recently learned because you told me movie theaters are opening. I can't wait to catch a movie, but I just, I don't know when I was younger, I didn't understand why you would call it that, but I know that it, I know the meaning behind it. I just really wanted you to say, let's go catch a movie. And you would always be like, let's catch a matinee. And I would be like, "Eh." I can't tell you why there's no rhyme or reason to why that word bothered me, but it did. But I will say it doesn't bother me as much as it used to. All right. What dish do you slay in the kitchen every time you make it? Oh my gosh. I almost asked you that question, oh. but I already know the answer. Spinach chip. Oh, thank you. Um, for me, okay, so fun fact about Steen, I don't like to cook, like at all, honestly, but I do like to cook breakfast foods and I make a mean breakfast sandwich. 
You kill it at breakfast. Especially with my air fryer. Oh, shit. You make breakfast meals from the air fryer? Well, just put the bacon in the air fryer. Does it give it – what kind of texture does it give it? The bacon? Mm-hmm. It just makes it, like, really crispy. Nice crunch to it. Yeah, nice okay. crunch. I like to do a nice little, like, over medium egg, put it on either an everything bagel or um, the artesian Sara Lee potato bread. I got favorite. that for you at my birthday. I know. I was so excited. I saw it. I was like, Let's I have try a, it. I have a whole loaf in my fridge. I finally just finished the loaf. I will say it doesn't really go bad. I know. <laughs> which, which is questionable. questionable. <laughs> I know, but it's so fucking good. Um, so then I'll, yeah, put that bacon or sausage or maybe like some sliced turkey, whatever, out of the fridge, melt some pepper jack cheese, or if you're feeling zesty, do the classic American craft singles because it gets real melty. Mm-hmm. Slice avocado, some Cholula. No, no, no. I take it back. Some Tapatio. Oh, okay. Oh, I make a mean breakfast sandwich. You're making me hungry, damn it. I'm hungry too. I want a taco. I can't wait for dinner. Me too. <laughs> Hit up Steen for Omeletteville. <laughs> Come on down to Omeletteville. <laughs> is that from a movie or? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's from a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> oh, good to know. What's the most unreasonable thing you've ever completely lost your shit over? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Steen had to help me out with that one. Okay. There was two this. years ago. Huh? Yeah. There was this instance about two years ago with some good friends of ours. I don't know. They were coming to town. (laughs) The communication about where they were staying was unclear and communication was just off. And for whatever reason, I kind of took it personal because they chose to stay with Christine and it was all good, but I felt like very, for some reason, left out of the weekend, even though we did all eventually hang out one of the nights. But I don't know. I was in a weird place. Who knows what else was going on in my life? And I remember getting ready to go out that night and I was doing my hair and I thought about not coming out because I could tell I was feeling real fiery. And I started drinking before I even left my apartment alone because I wasn't with you guys. (laughs) And it just trickled from there. And so, yeah, that night we continued to drink and then I did lose it at one point. And then the night turned into kind of a little bit of a dramatic ending where I went to a strip club with strangers. You guys had to come rescue me. I almost got taken out by a moving vehicle. You almost got taken out by a moving vehicle (laughs) on the ice. And I, in my drunken state of mind, I thought you guys were coming to meet me at the strip club to have fun. And I kind of stopped paying attention to my phone, which is, a, I, I don't know, a bad habit, I guess. When I drink, I just kind of stop. I forget to look at my phone. So you guys were calling me multiple times. You were there to pick me up. I thought I kept looking around, wondering where you were, thinking we're all going to party at the strip club. So, yep, that was something that was unreasonable to lose my shit over. And then it trickled into a series of unfortunate events that evening. <laughs> That I had to apologize for the very next day to all of you. It's okay. We all... You guys are all still my friends, so... Yeah, we're all still besties. <laughs> we all it is funny, though, other. because when Mal says that she knew she was feeling fiery that night, I oh. also... There was a time that night that I had just started... Like, I think you walked in, and I said hi to you, and then we sat down, and you did something, and I was like, okay, what the fuck? I hissed. I was like, yeah. She hissed. She was so mad, like a fucking... She wasn't even mad. She was just like 
on one. And I was like, okay, this is where this night's going to go. Um, thanks for helping me out because that was a good one, actually, <laughs> for that question. Okay. What's your ultimate Sunday look like and your ultimate Sunday? Day of the week and ice cream. Yummy. Okay. Ultimate Sunday. Actually, today was actually a really cute Sunday that is working out really nicely. Today has been one of the most ultimate Sundays. So I woke up this morning next to my man's being so cute and he got us breakfast and we had breakfast in bed and then we watched the show that we like to watch. And then I came home and I took a nap, which is one of my favorite, favorite pastimes. Took a nap, woke up, ate a cute lunch, did a really nice meditation. And then now I'm recording the pod with my best friend. And then after this, we're going out to dinner with two of our other cute girlfriends. And we're going to drink Marg's. I know. My favorite, my all-time favorite drink. Yeah. So all-time favorite cuisine. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is about you. (laughs) I would say if anything were to change about today, it would be we could go to a show or something. But that could be for a Saturday. No, that's a good, that's a good ass Sunday you've had. Yeah. And then ultimate Sunday ice cream. I'm just going to go with my current favorite at the moment, which is right now I'm really loving the um, Talenti Gelato, the Caramel Cookie Crunch. I've had that. It's good. That. And then I like to crumble up Oreos on top of that. Wow. A DIY moment. Yeah. Yum. But if we're talking classic Sunday, I would probably say waffle cone with probably like a scoop of like... Something chocolatey, like brownie chocolate, something like that. And then also a scoop of something like, um, like I really like turtles. <laughs> oh, those are good. Yeah. Those are, they have caramel in them. Right? Yeah, it's like caramel. Is it pecans or is it walnuts? Pecans. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe like a nice like drizzle of something on top. Hot fudge. Oh, yeah. And you eat it with a spoon, but then you get to eat the waffle cone. What album have you spun the most times? Be honest. And you can consult your music apps for verification. Well, I will say two for sure that I know of. I'll say Tupac, the greatest hits album that came out, I think, after his passing. And it's like the two disc set with all the jams, like uh, Troublesome 96, To Live and Die in <laughs> LA, Temptations, Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as no surprise, most of the Bass Nectar albums, mm-hmm. more so later albums that have came out like 2015 to now. To now. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to all of them, but all of the more recent ones, um, a thousand and million kajillion times. Love it. Yeah. Which, speaking of music, Mel also has her own podcast, Music with Mel. Scene. Stream Gosh. on all platforms. Always plugging me. You're so kind. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Check it out. Follow on Spotify and subscribe on Apple. Describe my perfect life partner. Have I been on the right track to find this person? Yes, I think you have only because you refuse to be with someone that isn't your person. So I'd say you are on the right track to finding them. And in my mind, your ideal person is an equal to you. They love music. They are funny. They're lighthearted. They're kind. They understand that you are your own woman and that they can allow you to be free when you choose to be, but just know that you will come back eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think you're speaking from personal experience at a show. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Side note. Yes, because it's funny because now obviously we've just known each other forever, but 
anytime like you start to wander, everyone's like, where's Mal? What is she doing? Is she okay? And I'm like, you guys trust the process. She <laughs> always comes back. I always come so, back. So um, they allow you to be you in that sense, but they also allow you to be you in other ways where romantically or like with work or something, like if you are like kind of like going your own way for a moment, they like give you the space that you need to allow you to come back. And they support you, and they love your family, and they love me. And That's a really big one, <laughs> which, of course, yeah. you could not love you, but I think having a good bond with you is very important to me. Oh, my God. Stop the Charles. Knock it, Ma. It's almost <laughs> like you're ready to date me. I mean, honestly, Mal, sometimes I feel like we are meant to be together not in like a romantic way, but that's why I feel like that's why we're best friends because we are just meant to be together. What if in a – it would be funny to know if in a past life, if we were – Like a couple? Yeah. I wonder – we need to figure that out. Write me a new dating app bio in three sentences or less. Hi, I'm Christine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I would love if you would take me out for martinis and shots – Tell me I'm pretty at least three times a day and take me to a show to break my neck and I'm yours forever. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to text that to Nick. Was that a good one? That was a good one. Okay. Yay. Hi, I'm Christine. <laughs> you do know, Jay always says, she's like, Steen's love language is shots. Speaking of, I cannot wait to break my neck. Oh no, it's coming. Soon enough. Soon enough. It's coming. What's the worst date you've been on? Tell us all the juicy details. Oh my God, I already fucking know off the top. I hope it's the one I thought of when I read the question earlier. Okay, so this was a few years ago, and it was with this person that we actually grew up in the same town, but we never knew each other. And then when we, we both had moved out to Denver, and he had reached out somehow, and then we just like were being friendly, and we started talking, and he's like... He tells me, hey, can I take you out? Like, I want to take you out to sushi. I want to take care of everything, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. Sounds good. We set a time. I'm ready. He texts me. He's running late. So I'm like, okay, great. He ends up being like an hour late, which is whatever. But I'm like, well, at this point, the sushi place that we were going to go to closes in like 30 minutes and I'm not going to be that person. So I was like, let's just go to this other bar that's close by and we'll do that. So he says, okay, picks me up. We go to this bar, we're drinking, we're having like conversation, we order like a pizza to share, and then the tab comes, and he's like, so should we split it? In my mind, I was like, well, do you remember when you said that you wanted to take care of everything? Mm -hmm. So I say, okay, <laughs> that's fine. So we end up splitting the tab, it's whatever, and then like whatever, the end of the like actual date was whatever. We get in the car, homeboy tries to cop a feel on my thigh, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait, sorry to interrupt your own story, but mm. you you guys did split the tab, but then didn't something weird happen when it came to the tip for the server? Oh, yeah. Ugh, I can't remember that like vividly enough. Yeah, I feel like you ended up paying. I you, ended up paying more you ended up than paying what he more. did, yeah. Yep whatever that's neither after he said he would take care of it so. yeah so i'm like okay whatever so cute so drives me back home tries to cop a feel on my thigh and i'm like not today and honestly at that point i was like not ever drops me off he leaves texts me later and then proceeds to ask me he's like so what'd you think and i was like <laughs> <laughs> 
Classic question. Classic question. Long story short, he wouldn't leave me alone, so I had to block him on all social media and block his actual phone number. And to be honest, if I were to see him in real life, I probably wouldn't even know it was him. To me, the biggest part of that date, it's like you probably would have went into the date thinking that like maybe you guys would just split it. To- right. Or yeah. Like, maybe not. But I don't mind. Like, yeah, like if you if you I mean, like my dad personally, has- I would rather have somebody take care of it. Right. And like one thing That's my dad's my always taught me is like if someone asks you out, like ideally they're taking care of it because they are the one asking you out. Like they're asking for right. your time. But and like he made it in, a point to say it to you that right. he was going to take care of right, it. Right, like don't say it. Like I'm definitely down to offer up. Like I'm not some cheap bitch, but at the same time, it's like don't tell me you're gonna pay for it. And then when the tab comes, ask if we're gonna split it. And then you, I think, were like left to pay the tip. So like you ended up paying more. <laughs> and then he continued to like not leave me alone. And then he kept like, and then he started getting weird and like. Didn't he prospect you for his network marketing company or his? Fitness training? I can't remember. No, I don't think so. Either way, that was a heinous time. Never again. I, I mean, I wish him the best. Hope he's doing well. But what's something you miss about your last serious ex? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you guys, nothing. <laughs> I really don't. And I wish that person the best. I don't think they're yeah. the most heinous troll of planet Earth, but... It just wasn't a really great time being with that person, so I I really don't miss anything. That's like, good, though. Not even one second of it. And that's on growth, baby. Hey, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever been genuinely scared of me? <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. The thing is, is because I know you, no, I would never actually be scared of you. I think, no, eighth grade. I was scared of you because you like wouldn't talk nice. You wouldn't talk to me that whole day. You gave me the like silent treatment. You fucked up. No, I fucking didn't. You thought I fucked up, but I didn't do shit. So we're both in the wrong. We'll we'll both take an L on that one. All right. I'm down for that. (laughs) Okay. My last question for you. You and I are dating. What's going to break us up? If you cheated on me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even if you didn't even take it as far as cheating, but if there were things that were a little shady just by conversations and stuff like that. Emotional cheating. Yeah. I mean, I think you can tolerate a little bit of that and then like it never happens again. That's one thing. But if you were being a little shady bitch, gotta go. Not today. Same. All right. My last question for you is, do you think I'm too clingy or I demand too much attention? No, you're not clingy enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm clingy to you. Remember this week when I was like, what's going on? Are you okay? You stopped responding to me and you're like, probably I once. I didn't stop responding It was like to three you. times. Okay. She did go back and read us our conversation <laughs> and I was like, wow, I really took that long to say something back. <laughs> I know like three hours later. Oh, you're kind of right. And then one I said, me? I missed you. You didn't say it back. And then another one I said, I hope you're having such a great day. It took you like four hours to say the same thing back. I was probably at work. No, I was. Okay, you're right. I can go through phases where I'm just not so attached to my phone, even with the people I love the most. Yeah, which is actually Because I do it to be mean or make you, I'm not trying to make you miss me. (laughs) You're not clingy enough. Okay. I will keep that in mind for the future because you deserve more attention. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I needed that. 
Um, okay, so I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode. Uh, we hope you guys had a good laugh with us and got to know us a little bit better. And yeah, as always, you can find us on Instagram at one cute drink. And I'm Christine underscore moi. And I am at music with Mal. And please subscribe on Apple and follow us on Spotify and rate and review. We fucking love you. <laughs> uh, we love you guys so much. Thanks for hanging out with us. This was so much fun. And Yay! We will catch you next time. We're going to go drink margaritas. Hey. Hey. Queso. Cheerio. Yeah. <laughs>